your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. is Lockdown Blue Jackets. We are a daily podcast for all things Columbus Blue Jackets. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Make sure you download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store. Follow me at Lockdown Blue Jackets to be notified when my room goes live and join me. We'll be going live on Locker Room on Thursday after the game. I am, as always, Jay Foster. Uh, today we are going to be continuing our midterm gradings of uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets so far this season. Uh, we're going to be looking at the defence today, uh, and we'll also, because I was going to do it yesterday and then didn't, uh, we will talk about the new Blue Jacket pickups. Uh, we got Josh Dunn uh, out of Clarkson University, college free agent, and we have Miko Lennon, who we picked up in the Vaini Vevelainen trade. Uh, but first... Let's talk current CBJ defenseman. Uh, I included uh, Andrew Peake on my Twitter polls, even though he's with the Monsters at the minute, uh, just because I feel like he has shown some promise in the in the few games that he's played. Uh, most people gave him a C so far, uh, which I think is a little bit harsh. Uh, I ended up giving him a B, I think, in my... Um, in my rankings, uh, he's only played six games this season. He's got two points in them, uh, but I think he has looked really good out there. He's been moved around a lot. He's played mostly with Michael Delzato, I think. Uh, but in a in a season where we are kind of shaky at best defensively, uh, Andrew Peak I think has held his own pretty well as a very very green uh, defenseman. And so I, uh, I decided to to be generous, give him a B, uh, with the understanding that you know I think by the end of the season, I'm gonna expect more, uh, more from him. Um, next up, we've got Seth Jones, uh, who most people well, Seth Jones uh, did not get any A votes on this poll, which I think tells you tells you everything you need to know, because last season I think, you know, he could very well have been nominated for the Norris, and it's kind of a travesty that he wasn't. Um, but 63% of voters gave him a B. I also gave him a B, but again, I feel like that's being a little bit generous because he has been uh, not great. Uh, he's been, like, downright awful at times. Uh, which maybe isn't fair, but it is what it is. He's got one goal in 30 games so far this season, 13 assists for 14 points, uh, and it's not it's not what you expect from a guy like Seth Jones. Uh, and again, I just we've talked about it at length on the podcast. I don't really know what the issue is. I don't understand what happened suddenly. Is it just one of those things? Like, is he just having a down year or? I don't know what it is, but I I expect more from from Seth Jones, and I think he expects more from himself. Um, so he's getting a B. Uh, 
uh, and so is Zach Gorensky, his defence partner, uh, who has three goals, nine points in 23 games so far this season. He missed some time due to a knee injury. Um, and he's kind of, he's picked up a little bit recently. I thought he's looked better, or I think he's looked more, uh, he's looked better offensively, I think. Uh, I don't know that he's doing much better in his own end, but uh, the overtime goal uh, against the Stars, and then uh, he scored the only goal in the game after that. So, if nothing else... He is at least maybe heating up a little bit offensively, and I feel like Wierenski is one of those players where if things are going right offensively, he has a lot more confidence defensively, um, which which might not make a lot of sense, but it does it does in my head, okay? Um, I think if he starts racking points up, I think his on-ice defense will also improve. Um, and I don't really have any stats or, like, math to back that up it's just like gut feeling but if you know it's a similar thing to Max Domi if we can get him going like offensively I think that'll do the world of good for his confidence and if he's more confident then he'll make better plays with the puck in his own zone etc 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 so fingers crossed that this is kind of where is he starting to starting to find his way he had 20 goals last season you know he was second on the team in goals so I think the fact that he's only got three and 23 so far this season is not not indicative of uh, of his usual usual performance. Um, next up, uh, this is the only defenseman that I ended up giving uh, giving an A to so far this season. We've got Michael Del Zotto, who most people gave him a B. One person gave him a D. I don't understand how he hurt that person specifically, but Michael Del Zotto has been at times our best defenseman. He's been our most consistent defenseman uh, for sure. He's missed a couple of games due to injury and he's not putting up the kind of points that I think a lot of people expected from him uh he's got seven points in 29 games but I think he's done a really good job with especially the younger defense he's mostly been paired with guys like Dean Kukan, Andrew Peake, uh Gabriel Carlson to kind of steady that that third pairing uh provide a little bit of um veteran leadership I guess as Jody Shelley likes to likes to talk about uh and yeah like just really kind of solidify the the defense when they have been struggling I wasn't a big fan of this signing when it happened but he has kind of slowly um endeared himself to me I don't know if he stays all season or if we flip him at the deadline uh but for right now I'm pretty pretty pleased with Michael Dalzotto's uh, performance so far this season, so uh, that's why I gave him an A. Coming up in just a minute, I've got the rest of the defense, but first I've got to tell you about Locker Room. Locker Room is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Uh, It's free to download and to use. You can talk to me, you can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders, all in real time. It is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can share your own experiences on the app. And best of all, Locked On is on Locker Room now. So you can join me, you can join whichever host you want, whenever we go live. You can share your opinion on breaking news, on post-game 
uh, reactions, just anything that you that you think you know would be would be fun to talk about and have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Blue Jackets podcast. I will be hosting rooms every week, uh, probably after a game, so there won't be a set day for it, but probably nine thirty uh, Eastern, one day a week. Uh, come through and talk with me live, and you might end up on the podcast. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the Columbus Blue Jackets group, follow me at Lockdown Blue Jackets to be notified when my room goes live, and once again, we will be going live tomorrow at probably about 9, again, 9.30pm Eastern, immediately after the Carolina Hurricanes game, so... Come hang out, bring your spiciest takes. Once again, that is Locker Room, only on the iOS App Store. Come join me tomorrow, that's Thursday, after the game. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on every single bar. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is peanut butter and coconut puff. You know, I've talked about it for a while. Like, the last two uh, ad reads, I've talked about how much I love coconut-flavoured candy and how much I don't like peanut butter. So this is a this is a real easy uh, matchup for me. I'm obviously going to be voting for the coconut puff. Uh, even though marshmallows are not my favourite, I think the appeal of the coconut balances out the dislike of the marshmallow and... There are a few things that uh, I will vote for peanut butter over because my a hot take, peanut butter is bad and should feel bad about itself. Uh, so make sure you go to builtbar.com or to at built underscore bar on Twitter and make sure you vote. Remember, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you check back to who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. So back with the... Back with the defence. Uh, next up, we've got Vladislav Gavrikov, who, again, I feel people are judging a little bit harsh. Uh, he got what looks like 1A, and then everyone else gave him Cs. Uh, I, again, would probably err on the sign of a B, but, he again, he certainly has not been as good as uh, I expected him to be. He has not been as good as the team expects him to be, I don't think. Uh, but that's, you know, that's a... That's a team-wide thing, is, oh, the defence is not as good as it should be, what what do we do now? Um, he's, again, he's not going to put up a lot of points, he's got six points in 29 games, only one of those is a goal, but he's not, uh, he's not an offensive guy, he's not going to be putting up a ton of points, that's not what we look at him for, um... And I think he is just kind of struggling to stay afloat in the defensive systems that we're running at the minute because for whatever reason none of our defensemen know how to know how to skate. And so yeah, I think Gavrikov needs to be better, but I also don't know that we should put the blame solely on him. Uh, we'll talk about his most recent defense part, his uh, most common defensive partner in just a minute, David Savard. But 
yeah, most people gave him a C. Again, I maybe I'm just a, a generous grader. Uh, I would I would give him a B. Um, I definitely think he needs to be better, but I don't think he has been as bad as a lot of people think. Um, and again, kind of a similar a similar thought process with Dean Kukan, who got mostly C's and then one D. Uh, I do think I would agree. I don't know that he would get a B. Um, in my opinion, uh, he's played 18 games so far this season. He's got four points, but again, he's kind of been struggling. He's made a few errors. Uh, you know, pretty notably, he was scratched for most of a period, uh, along with Patrick Line when there was defensive miscues. Um, and then he didn't play for a few games after that. And I think he only got back in because we were uh, kind of broken on on defense. Uh, but, again, he's he's a young defenseman, I'm excited to see how he's going to keep growing and developing. Um, I always call him, like, Storbrand Wierenski, because he does have a similar kind of Rover-esque um, attitude that I think, again, when this team is doing well defensively, I think they can afford to have their guys roving, but when the team is not doing so well defensively and they go roving, then that's usually when it when it goes badly. And I think that's kind of what what the issue is there with with Dean Kukan. But yeah, I think a C for Dean. Uh, and then next up, uh, we've got Gabriel Carlson, who pretty evenly split between B and C. B just beat him out on the pole, uh, but. Yeah, I think I would probably, I think that's where I would put him as well. Uh, he's only played 10 games this season. He's got three points in those games. Um, but he's not getting a ton of ice time, I don't think. He's mostly playing with uh, Savard, who, again, has been kind of struggling. Um, not to put all of the blame on Savard for the other defensive uh, lapses, but if if you're playing with someone who was struggling then I think you know it's hard to pull them out and I think they do just kind of tend to drag each other down a little bit um I was gonna give him a C and then I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt but yeah I think he kind of is right on that B minus C plus line is uh is Carlson hopefully again he continues to develop and gets better uh and when we just sit down and do this again at the end of the season hopefully we will get at least one defenseman with an A. Uh, or two defensemen, I guess, because I gave uh, Del Zotto an A, even if most of you did not. Um, which brings us to our last last defenseman. Uh, we've got David Savard, who most people gave a B to. He got a couple of A's, a couple of C's, one D. Um, which I think people don't really know how to judge a guy like David Savard. Uh, he's got five points on the season, all of them assists. He's played 29 games. Um, it's... It's really tough to look at a defensive defenseman and say this is bad or this is good because a lot of the things that Savard does well are not necessarily things that appear on you know, the regular stat sheet or the fancy stat sheet, really. Um, he blocks shots like nobody's business, which is, you know, obviously Tortorella loves that. Um, and so, yeah, I struggled for a long time to, to, to grade him. Uh, I think... I am going to, again, hedge my bets and put him on that B slash C line. Um, just because I 
didn't necessarily expect more out of him uh, in terms of points, but I expected him to have really kind of settled down that second line with Gavrikov and um, been better than been better than he has, I think. Um, so that's that's the the defensive ratings. Uh, tomorrow we will do goalies. The Twitter polls will be up probably by the time this episode goes live. Uh, in a minute we will talk about the newest Blue Jackets. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And MLB will be back soon, so if you want to put some money on baseball, then this is the time to do it. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered there. And all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKDOWN, you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Every Wednesday on Lockdown NHL, take a deep dive into the Western Conference with Sarah Avampato of Lockdown Kings and Tom Gazzola of Lockdown Oilers. Whether it's a look at top-end contenders like Vegas and Colorado or breaking down the rebuild of the Kings and Blackhawks, Lockdown NHL has you covered on Western Conference Wednesdays. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get podcasts. So we'll start off with talking about the trade, um, which at first I didn't love. Um, I didn't understand why we were picking up yet another kind of depth defenseman uh, when we have, you know, a lot of young talent in the minors. I didn't understand why we were trading Vinny Vevelainen, who's, you know, quite a highly, highly touted goalie prospect. Uh, and then I kind of sat down and thought about it and was like, right, okay, so Muslikins and Corpusalo are one and two for the foreseeable future, probably for the next two seasons, including this one. Then we've got Matisse Kivlenix, who, taxi squad right now, will likely end up in Cleveland uh, as the starter. We've got Brad Thiessen down there. Um, who apparently just refuses to age. Uh, he's mostly kind of a goalie coach role, but with Vevelainen traded and um, Kivlenix up with us, with the big team, he's been playing a lot more than he expected to. We've got Cam Johnson down there, who I don't think will play a lot of games. Uh, and we found out yesterday, I think, that Daniil Tarasov will be coming over when his season finishes in the KHL, and he'll be probably with the Monsters. So, at this point, he's pro- he. I think after Elvis is our high like was our highest touted goalie prospect. Um, and so having him come over into North America, I think we kind of realized okay, we don't necessarily need Vevelainen. We are super stacked in goal, so let's just let's just trade him away. Uh, again, I don't necessarily understand why we traded him for a depth defenseman when we have so many good young guys that could use that ice time to um, develop and improve, especially, you know, we're probably not making the playoffs, why not let the kids play? But I don't necessarily think that Lennon will be... Lennon will not be a game-changer for us, I don't think. Um, but... At the rate we go through defensemen occasionally, I guess it probably doesn't hurt to have one more depth guy kind of floating around in case, you know, everyone's arms fall off, which 
you know, I hear you laughing, but could happen. Um, our other, uh, new blue jacket, uh, is Josh Dunn from Clarkson University. Uh, I don't, it's funny, I always knew him as Jincy Dunn's brother. Um, Jincy Dunn played for OSU. Uh, she was probably one of, if not the best, uh, Buckeye women hockey players in history. She's going to be one of the strongest American women's hockey players, I think. Uh, you know, she is, she is part of that future group. There's her and Abby Rock and, you know, there's all kinds of, of fun, exciting players coming out of women's hockey at the minute. And so, for me, Josh Dunn is kind of like, oh, it's Jincy's brother, I, I guess. Uh, Josh Dunn, we uh, signed him to an entry-level deal. Uh, oh, we, <laughs> I just pulled up his Elite Prospects page, and we have the same birthday, so that's fun. Um, he most recently wore the C at Clarkson University, he had five points in 14 games. You'd like to see that be a little bit higher. Uh, he's going to probably finish out the season with the Monsters. I don't know that he'll see any kind of Blue Jackets ice time. But again, it's a young depth player that might very well turn into turn into a good bottom six piece for the big team in a couple of years. So, you know, it's not a signing that I'm mad about. It's, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It could be could be really good, it could turn into nothing, but we don't lose anything by signing college free agents. So, and I think that's all the time I have for today. Tomorrow uh, we'll do some goalie rankings, uh, or some goalie grading, I guess. I'm not going to pit them against each other. Uh, and we will uh, preview tomorrow's game against the Hurricanes, because our next four games in a row are against the Hurricanes, and I am extremely not excited about that. But the rules say we have to. So, uh, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am at jaythegoalie. If you would like to follow this podcast, we are at lo underscore bluejackets. I will be live-tweeting tomorrow's game there. Once again, I will be on Locker Room after the game to discuss how terrible this team is. So bring bring your hot takes ready for that. Uh, and if you have comments, questions, criticisms, email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>